The mayors in black want you to know that we think black lives matter. People of color matter. LGBTIQA plus lives matter. People with disabilities matter. We think all populations that have been systemically oppressed matter. We hear you. We see you. We know we benefit from these systems and we want to be better allies. Hey, everybody, this is Heather with the Mayors in Black podcast number 85 for the end of January 2022. It's already the end of January. and I thought that was 45 days long. Yeah, I was at least at least 45 days long. I'm joined by my lovely spokesmodel, Jacqueline. Hello. Uh, this is the Model Horse Podcast for Hobbyists by Hobbyists. Yes. So uh, I think the last time we recorded and got something out, we were it was before Christmas. Yeah, it's about a month ago. After Christmas. So let's catch up. What's going on, Jack? Well, what's going on? Um, I hate my job. <laughs> is this news? I don't think so. Oh, but the news is I'm going part time in the beginning <laughs> of April. The crowd no longer well. working weekends. I'll be working two days a week. It's still twenty hours because, but um, <laughs> but I'll be part time. Basically, they'll be paying me by the hour. So when they, you know, when my lunch break is only fifteen minutes long, they'll get to pay for that privilege. Yep. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, congr- congratulations. Thanks, babe. I think that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I am also on the video game front. I am more than halfway done with Twilight Princess. Woo! Yeah. How are you finding Twilight Princess? Well, uh, this is the actually this will be the third time I have started the game. Apparently, the last attempt was about a year ago. Uh, what do you originally, do? You just stop and start because you get discouraged, or did, yeah, well, something so, happen, so or what? I originally so the game originally came out for GameCube, and then they released a version for the Wii. But the game, my Wii can play the old GameCube discs, so I, I'm getting I have a point to this. I originally started playing on the Wii. And the Wiimote controller is very sloppy for this. Like, didn't yeah. like um, yeah. And when I got into the second dungeon, which is the volcano, I basically couldn't even get into the proper entrance because I kept falling in the lava repeatedly. And this guy was tiresome. Um, so I was like, well, the GameCube controller is very similar to the Switch controller, so maybe that will work better. So I tracked down a GameCube copy of the game. The controllers were not a problem. They can get them very easily. Um, and I got a little tiny bit further into the dungeon and then started to fall in the lava constantly. <laughs> so I finally said, I'll wait for the switch port, which has to be coming at some point. Screw I don't this know lava. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> and uh, I finished Skyward Sword and I was kind of like, maybe I should. And I just started thinking about it. I was like, maybe I should take another. It's been a year. Maybe I should take another go at Twilight Princess. And. I did, and like you know, the first section of the game now goes very quickly because I've done it three times. So, but it felt like it felt smoother. And then when I hit the point that stymied me the last time I played, yeah, I like did it once, fell in the lava, and went. Second time I did it, and then I haven't been stopped since. So I'm on nice, yeah. So I'm on a. I've just I'm like halfway through the sixth of I think eight. Yeah, I think it's usually eight temples. I'm on the sixth one. Nice. Yeah. Woo! It's been fun. I like I really like the version of Castletown in this game. It actually feels like people live there. Plus there are cats. 
And you can pick the cats nice. up. Nice. You can pick the cats hey. up and cuddle them. It's nice. When you're a wolf, <gasps> you can talk to them. Cats. Bonus. Great. Yeah, I've so been I've, playing uh, Mario 3D uh, World with Bowser's Fury, so that's been ooh. fun. That was um, fun. And uh, I've uh, once again fallen completely out of Animal Crossing. After Christmas, I was doing all this crazy crap during Christmas, and then when Christmas was over, I was like, okay, I'm bored again. So did you not get into the all the new doubt with the new islands? And I, I don't really know all. I, oh, I yeah, actually no, I started, I started, I opened up Animal Crossing after a year and was like, yeah, I don't yeah. really like this. Because <laughs> it was like, yeah. now it was like all this work to get to the new stuff. And I was like, I don't really feel like doing this. That's so when I started got, playing Twilight Princess. Yeah, they've got the new islands and you can go to new places with this turtle guy or something that takes you places. And then you can go do, if you pay for the uh, DLC, you can go be a like interior designer on some other islands for other animals. And that's fun, but... I don't know. I'm just kind of bored. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I've been playing Mario three, but I haven't been playing much of anything because work has been stupid. So yeah, I don't play on days that I work because I just don't have the brain to do it. But yeah. like, if we get done here, I'll probably go play a couple hours. Yeah, I've got to. I got to work on the. I got to finish the Higgin Renneker Collectors Club Annual mm-hmm. today. Oh, I got to. I'm judging the Briar Photo Show from December. I got to finish that. Ooh. You better finish it off. Yeah. Well, I only got it. I got the entries kind of like <sighs> mid January. So yeah, because the dead because the deadline was very late in December. Um. But yeah. Yeah. I cleaned up my office. Oh, that's my good. This was a wreck, and now it's cleaned up for the most part. Oh, I inventoried my whole basement. Die. Um. Inventory dusted all the horses in the basement. I got to work on the customs and stuff upstairs, but uh. And then I got to make all the corrections I found, <laughs> which was not insubstantial. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been trying to like I had some plastic courses down here and they need to live upstairs and I've got resins that need to come down here and get into the new Cabinets. shelves. And so I've been ferrying horses back and forth, which mm. is nerve wracking when you're on stairs and can't oh, carry yeah. very many. And blah. Yeah, that was so, like it looks like a year ago is when I was kind of loading my horse room. And yeah, I get it. That was two flights of stairs. And like, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that would have like that. Mm. All right. So we still we need your nag brags and uh, features for Friday for our social medias. You yeah. can send those to info at maresandblack.com. Yeah, we be aware for nag. To be aware for nag brags, whatever pictures you send us, we post. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we've been getting some really good nag brags. We have so. gotten some really good nag brags. Yeah. Oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't check for the show if we have any new countries, which we probably won't. But probably not. Let's go check see. now while we talk. Um, I especially need like feature Friday stuff because sometimes that because we, of yeah. how how my work week currently does what my current work week does to me is I don't spend a whole lot of time scrolling my own social media. So sometimes it's, I, I, I'm finding something at the last minute on Friday. But if you send me posts, I would appreciate that. Yeah, we need like new artists and young artists and, yeah. and stuff I don't know about. So stuff that's not going to be in my feed. You know, projects that you're proud of. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Or that, you know, someone else. I mean, you know. Yeah, no, Robbie, Robbie Ramirez has sent me a couple things. So 
We were at 48, right? What's that? I think we were at 48. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yep, our last country is Peru, so that's right. Oh, that's Peru, no Peru. other countries. Yay. I guess Andrea hasn't gone to Taiwan yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it, man. We're working on it. Um, uh, go ahead. Uh, no new countries. So we wanted to um, talk about our friend who passed away suddenly, Krista Wasco. Um it was she was part of our kind of larger friend circle. Uh, yeah, she was probably uh, around the same age, if not a little younger than both of us. And um, we interacted with her online quite a bit, uh, mm-hmm. and in person at Briarfest and stuff like that. She was um, she was a an amazing person. She was an amazing mother and wife. Um, she had had rotator cuff surgery from what i understand and passed away suddenly from complications related to that um and she was really great friends with uh kristen wellman who was also a good friend of ours and kristen wrote such an amazing blog about her and wanted us to share it here for everybody to hear so jackie is going to read kristen wellman's blog about krista yes so this is on uh, the Christian Wellman's blog is model horse collectability blogspot.com. And um, this is what she wrote. Remembering Krista Wasco. Life is full of surprises and you never know how the smallest action can lead to something so huge and impactful as a wonderful friendship. In May, 2001, I made a post on HeyNet Exchange, the old hobby Yahoo group for buying and selling model horses, asking to trade my customizing skills for a Peter Stone pony called Sassy. The model had been released a few weeks earlier at Stone's Mayfest event in Shipshawana, Indiana, and I thought it was a really lovely piece. I was in grad school in Chicago at the time, so I hadn't really been aware of the event until after it was over. Not long after posting, I got a reply from Krista Corey, a hobbyist I didn't know, and she offered me her extra pony. She said it was a small fl- there was a small flaw in the paint, but I told her I didn't mind, and I- she was just as happy to trade for my beginner-level beginner painting. 2001, it was like another time. No, um, right. It turned out Krista was a fellow Minnesotan who was living just a few hours north of me in Fond du Lac, in Fond du Lac Wisconsin. And her fiance just happened to have family in Chicago where I was in school. The next time they were in town, they made a point to stop by to meet me. We had a wonderful time visiting, trading horses and made a promise to meet up at Briarfest later that summer. We continued to exchange emails and we found we had similar tastes in movies and especially music, grunge, punk and anything Chris Cornell did as well as the same snarky sense of humor. That one silly pony kicked off a 20-plus year-long friendship and perpetual pony swap. Krista was glad to send me various original finishes and resins of which I would keep a few and paint the rest for her. She even once traded me a, a window air conditioning unit for my sweltering apartment <laughs> in exchange for a custom paint job. It makes me laugh every time I think of it. That's fantastic. It really is. I, I mean, I've traded veterinary services for model horses, so... It, yeah. um, as time went on, we became fast friends and made a point to get together every chance we could. At the Great Lakes Congress in Chicago in tw- 2004, we roomed together and had so much fun all weekend. Krista, who was a talented tack maker and performance shower, took me under her wing and helped me start performance showing. She was generous with her talent and time, and she was always happy to lend tack or advice to anyone who needed it. I learned so much from her. Krista grew up with real horses and earned an equine science degree in college. 
She was a serious competitor in Western speed events from a young age. As she was in all aspects of her life, Krista was bold and fearless on horseback. Her heart horse was a bay quarter horse gelding named Trouble. His registered name was C. Deck Go, and he was a great, 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 great grandson of the famous racehorse Seabiscuit. Krista and Trouble kicked ass and took names wherever they went. C. Deck Go was often her name on social media. That's who yeah. she was on Blab. Yep. Krista's beloved Trouble made the leap into, model, into the model horse world when I painted up a portrait of him on Dean Kajilsha's Let's Roll resin. The creativity and versatility of her performance entries was always so impressive, and just like his real-life counterpart, Krista enjoyed great success with the model trouble in just about every, every performance discipline. A few months after attending GLC, we decided to hit the road together to travel to Briarfest. To say we had a blast is an understatement. We laughed about the loud ice machines, the creepy hotel clerks, faulty fire alarms, and hilarious no-diving or your head will break off and lightning will shoot out signs. Trust me, it's really funny when you're punchy from lack of sleep because you showed it Nan until midnight for two days. I get it. <laughs> we I are intimately aware. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out with Krista at Briarfest was always an adventure. We showed it Nan and Briarfest opened and the Briarfest open show, spectated at the Not a Nan event, wandered the halls of the Holiday Inn North slash Clarion North until the wee hours and visited a bunch of horse farms over the years. After she got married, Krista and her husband, Mark, moved to Sioux Falls, it's not San Diego, South Dakota. (laughs) One year after Briarfest, I rode all the way back to Sioux Falls with her. We left Kentucky after the Sunday raffle. We didn't win, but not for lack of trying. Drove through a crazy, intense thunderstorm. Got asked for our numbers at a sandwich stop in Wisconsin. Giggled like lunatics at Happy Bunny stickers at a gas station at two in the morning in the middle of nowhere. (sighs) And finally rolled into Sioux Falls, rocking out to Nine Inch Nails at 4 a.m. I spent a couple of days with Krista noodling around Sioux Falls, and then we headed back to Minnesota to spend time with my family at my grandma's cottage. Grandma was also a horse person, and having lived through Seabiscuit's racing days, she was impressed with an interest in trouble and his famous ancestor. We had such a ridiculous amount of fun sharing stories with her during her stay with us. Krista wanted very much to be a mom, and life with her four kids kept her very busy. I didn't get to see as much of her as I... I didn't get to see her as much when they were young, but we definitely made the most of our time together when we could. At Briarfest 2018, Krista was thrilled to meet one of her equestrian idols, champion barrel racer Charmaine James. She gushed about, gushed about how amazing it was to get to talk to her at the Kentucky Horse Park. And I was so delighted for her that when they ended up at the same flight, on the same flight out of Lexington and got to chat even more. I remember her being very excited about that. Yeah. Krista was also a huge animal lover, adopting strays and purebreds alike. She loved all horses, too, but quarter horses, saddlebreds, and especially cremellos were her favorite. She was good at anything she set her mind to, from making model horse tack to sewing clothes to learning sign language. Krista was the very embodiment of kindness, generosity, and compassion. Life threw an unfair number of curveballs at Krista, but her kids were her world, and she was their fiercest advocate. She would have done literally anything for them. She was a champion for autism awareness, trans trans rights and the lgbtq community her kids love star wars and she took space mom general leia carrie fisher as her patron state we all remember her as a fierce mama bear and a strong woman who spoke out for what was right but i know krista would tell us that she was just doing what had to be done it feels so unreal and wrong that we have lost such a vibrant selfless amazing force of nature like krista i'm devastated by the loss of my dear friend and my heart is absolutely broken for her family especially her kids 
The outpouring of love from her friends has at least helped me bear my grief a little more easily. I hope Krista knew how many lives she touched and how many people loved her. She'll always be remembered and she'll always be my best friend. In lieu of flowers, donations can be made to a GoFundMe set up by Mark and the, set up for Mark and the kids. And we'll have a link to that GoFundMe. Yeah, we have blog. a link. We'll have a link on the blog. Yeah. Um, my experience with Krista was uh, not as nearly as extensive just mm-hmm. because um, we were never in the same place at the same time a lot. But online... I loved her sense of humor mm-hmm. and I loved how Krista did not take any. Yeah. Like don't like she was such a fierce person, whether you agreed with her or not, you yeah. know? Um, and most of the time I agreed with her. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, the help. Um, so I, she messed, she had Doberman pinchers and she messaged me a few times like about that kind of stuff, about her dogs. Um, but the last time I saw her was actually on my way out to Briarfest 2019 which was the year I didn't drive the last year we were there, which I didn't drive to because we right. were tour chasing and we were just coming back out from that area. And it seemed dumb to kind of like turn around and drive back out. So I flew. Um, and because you can't get directly to Lexington from anywhere, I flew. Right. It had a connector through Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati. It's usually and she and Cincinnati. I were on the same connector. So we hung out. She, yeah, she was great. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tragedy for her kids, most of mm-hmm. all, and her husband. I mean, um, she had four children, if if that wasn't made clear, I think yeah. not before. And, um, some of the kids uh, have some challenges. And, and, you know, she was just unflinching in the face of that, that type of difficulty, you know, and just, you know, just a wonderful mom, wonderful advocate. Um, and yeah, the model being a mom too boy yeah the, so the model horse hobbies lost a great person and we're you know we're we're all very sad yeah uh thanks to Kristen wellman for letting us read the blog uh on the air i asked her if she wanted to do it or make a shortened version and do it if she didn't think she could make it through and she was like i will not be able to read this yeah i just say i don't think she's so, able to do it so so, yeah, so on a summer note, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with the news. The Mayors in Black would like to thank our newest patrons, Sarah Heilman and Catherine M. Dwyer. And as always, our herd nerds, Allison Paris, Andrea Brigadier, Anne Field, Anne Hudson, Ashley J., Bree Cundiff, Chris Walbrook, CJC, Cynthia Wyatt-Briley, Darlene Stoddard, Eclectic Equines, Elaine Boardway, Gail Berg, Grace Bachism, Haley Walker, Heather Bullock, Heather Jackson Lane, Heather Wisner, Heather Zeiger, Jamie Stein, Jana Wright, Jenny Lambert, Jennifer Wilson, Julie Ward, Katie Niles, Kelly Weimer, Kenzie Williamson, Chrysalis Studios, Kira Matrajek, Katie Murata, Laura Heidkamp, Lisa Esping, Lori Larson, Mackenzie Ferguson, Madison Parkinson, Maeve King Devery, Mary Reardon, Megan Smith, Megan Rochelle, Mel Boynes, Melissa Addison, Michael Price, Nakani Mead, Nikki Herzog, Robbie Ramirez, Sandra Gibson, Sarah Hampson, Susan Boyer, Tara Rich, Tammy Blankenship, Teresa Bazell, Tracy Calamar, and Yashka Hallen. The mayors thank you.
the news, we have some corrections. Yeah. Uh, so I'm always going off, I guess, about Big Ben being on the stablemate blind bag because I want one so bad, I think. Um, but I guess Big Ben has been on the stablemate blind bags before as a full and a full-size horse. And yeah, it's he like their generic picture. Yeah, he ha- <laughs> it, like it's the one they use that hasn't materialized, like because the rest of them have, right? Yeah. So, and then there's one little unicorn one that doesn't look like anything, but... Yeah, but 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 anyway. it doesn't look like a silhouette of anything else. Anyway, Big Ben's not a mini. May never be a mini. They're just yeah. We were just making stuff up. They're just again. screwing with me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, also, Benask's color has been referred to as electric blue filigree. That's the word we couldn't come up with the last time. Yeah, I guess Heather Paleo uh, uh, has used that, and they have used it in marketing before. So. So thanks to uh, our patron, Nancy, for getting us straight. <laughs> yes. Nancy keeps us on track a lot. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, the news. news. Uh, we have a Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash mares and black. Search for Model Horse Podcasts or heck, just Model Horses. You'll find us. Come join the party. Come join the fun. We're, we have some surprises coming up uh, that we can't talk about yet. Mm-hmm. Hopefully both of them will materialize in February. Yay! Um, also, I can't decide if I want to do March Madness again. We'll if do a shortened do, version. Yeah, say so if you do March Madness, though, you have to do it like, because you started out with like 128 brackets, no, we'll, didn't you? Yeah, we'll start with 64 Yeah, so you got to start time. with like the reasonable number. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe I'll think about it. Um, I think, you know, I'm most encouraged by the fact that our, our, our listeners they were got right. right last time. <laughs> that was amazing. Y'all. That was incredible. Like, I, oh, me. like oh, I imagine, I imagine we said that and like the Briar people were going, <laughs> that's like when we guessed about Oktoberfest and Jamie was like, no, you're not going to talk about that. Okay. Here. We won't have that question. And we're like, oh, <laughs> namsa i you know they put this post out that says financial update um and it just says they got their books together but there wasn't any real meat to that um about like when they said financial update i thought there were going to be numbers attached yeah my my guess is because they are supposed to their bylaws say that they have to post their numbers on a regular basis which i mean understandably hasn't been happening because their right. treasurer um unfortunately you know unfortunately right. passed away um you know and Janice they had to Cox. find somebody else to do it and deal with it and, and catch up and it, it, it's namsa so it's volunteer and it all takes time blah blah, blah. Sure. but it would have been nice to have some kind of like here's where we stand right now right thing yeah um, and, and i'm sure i don't know i don't know access may have been part of the issue to to her oh certainly could have been like yeah. that so so they said supposed that they, to be a fail safe. Like there's two people who are supposed to have like the passwords and stuff. Yeah. And I only know this because this all right. these policies came through on my watch and Yeah. You know. After, they're available after, to after read the, on the website. After the troubles. After the calamity. <laughs> anyway. So they say they've completed the process. Uh uh Sarah Parr, Elena Lim, the and the new treasurer Alice Aldridge. So uh hopefully we'll see some sort of concrete uh numbers after sometime soon. Uh they go on to say, what does that mean? That means they're furiously planning for an hand 2000, 
22. Um, and so we've already said on the show that it's going to be, um, it's going to be at the same place it always is at right. Reparino, but it's in a different, different room, different place. Yeah. And, and Nancard validity is from 2016 all the way to 2020. So, well, but it's not every 2016 card though. Just be careful with this. Because they did put an extension to four years on those cards, but if you have a card that's like, yeah, it's May, right? That's the divider. Yeah, it, it's it's like if you have a card because it says twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Like if you have a card that is that's not the the years on it, I don't know that it's valid. Like if you have a card that is right, if twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen, that card's right. probably not good. They should probably clarify that. Yeah, I, I thought so too, but. Because it's because they're going by the end dates of the cards um, on those older ones. Yeah. So, yeah, even if you have like those, that 2016 number, that there's probably only half a year that you're, depending on when you got it. Yeah, it depends on when you, it's the same thing with like, like, like probably anything from 2019 on, you're good. Anything between 2016 and 2019 or 20. 2016, 2017, 2018, you probably need to look at the specific dates on the cards. Right. Anyway, at this point, I'm kind of like, <laughs> do we really I know. Do I have anything that would be qualified anyway? Because uh, I haven't, you know, I haven't, I basically, I haven't been to just, a NAN show since 2019. Just to hell with it. So Open it probably, all up, like, I have nothing to show anyhow. Right. Right. All right. Moving on. <laughs> So uh, we got a boatload. This is basically this podcast today is uh, basically the every here's everything that's happened with Briar in the past month because they basically right. aimed a fire hose at everybody with Briar. Yeah, daily post. So the Briar sections, you know, Briar Fest especially is going to be pretty long. Yeah, but they, we also had some other stuff going. We had a test run. We had a you know a CC horse. So yeah, let's go. So let's go. So uh, starting out with the January uh, collectors newsletter, um, which just came out the other day. Yeah. And uh, I've got that flagged in my email. I have it here. Um, So they've got a feature story about how the cream gene works. Which Um, I think is awesome. Yep. The January giveaway is for one of these horses we're going to talk about in a minute. They, They went and took some of their older molds and put new paint jobs on them, which is interesting. Um, and there is a sneak peek for what looks like a little plushie for Valentine's Day. Yay! Uh, wow. They also feature uh, my collector story is Lisa Arita. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a club discount. Don't forget about it. Don't forget. I forget about the club discount all the time. I always forget to enter for the free horse. Yeah. So I think you might have another 48 hours. Yeah, because it is it is January thirtieth, Sunday, January thirtieth. That's the thing about Briar. Us. Like when Briar sends you something to enter, enter then because if you mess around, you'll miss. Yeah, it. just just buy it or enter. <laughs> right, whatever you know, whatever. There it is. Just do it. Just do just it. Do it. Uh, oh God. So um, the new <laughs> the new old old Briars. So they have a. I don't know if this has existed before and you know forgive me for not paying attention because i'm not the greatest of person in the world but they have a thing called briar breeds yeah this right? is kind this is kind of new they've did a yeah. thing there have been things like in the past where it's been like warehouse finds which have been typically been older models um, um and they have breeds of the world this is different this is mm-hmm. just called briar breeds so 
They've dusted off um, a number of Chris Hess models, it looks like. Uh, and the Romer is reappearing in the line as the warm blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks like he's a silver dapple. Uh, or silver, Romer? Silver Romer? Oh, maybe. Yeah, he's got a white That's Romer. Yeah. Um, he's uh, the only non-Chris Hess in the group there, I think. Yeah. Who did? I can't remember who did Romer. Was it Jeannie Halleck? Was it? Did, I don't know. I don't know. Someone will, I'll look it up. Somebody's screaming the name right now. Uh, the original Black Beauty mold, which I kind of, I kind of dig that paint job on that black. Yeah, that's a nice paint job. Sport horse, uh, the original traditional man of war in black. Mm -hmm. Uh, the I always have a soft spot for the poor quarter horse gelding. He's so weird and roly poly, but I love him. Um, he looks like he's. He thinks I think he's Dunalino. Yeah, he looks Donalino and he's glossy and it's a yeah. beautiful paint job. Um, and then Roy in a in, as a Percheron in a chalky, uh, almost white gray. Mm-hmm. And then this one, this last one, the Tracaner, tra- which um, validates a warehouse find from like two thousand eight, like a, gra- a grab a bag. It was a grab yeah, bag. Yeah, horse. It was a grab bag. You're yeah. right. Right. So he's he's uh, this I like vibrant, that too. This vibrant kind of cherry red chestnut, which is really, really pretty. Yeah, he's very pretty. So I know I kind of was like, oh, this is, you know, this almost, it seems kind of like an interesting idea. Like it's, it's like, you know, I, like I, I feel it. like there's a lot of models that are aimed at us as like show pieces. Yeah. And these aren't really like, none of these molds are what I would go grab if I was, if you told me I had to pick six horses to bring you a horse yeah. show. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's nostalgic. I think the colors are beautiful. Yeah. It's, you know, regular uh, prices. I mean, they're, by, by and large, are they going to be competitive in a show ring? No. But they're but, very nice. But somebody had a Hess show, like purely Oh, Hess my Hess God. Could which you I thought was brilliant. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, and I think we're going to see more and more of these kind of one-off specialty shows for stuff like that, like Fantastic Plastic. Oh, or yeah. Or... Hess only. I, I think those are such great ideas. Uh, so Romer was Jenny Mellon Herrick. Okay. Um, and I think the rest of these. The rest Man of them are War, Chris Hess. Man of War, I was questioning. But yeah. I think he's Chris Hess. Because people say he doesn't look like a Chris Hess, really. Uh, which I yeah. tend to agree with. But I, I think would that's who's that. credited. Uh, but I like that Black Beauty and I like that Tracaner. I might get those at some point. This is why. Sculpted by Chris Hess from a grand wood carving. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, so it, you know, if you've got uh, nostalgia for some of the eight, 70s and 80s molds, mostly 80s, I would say. Um, yeah. Chris Hess. These are uh, something really cool to pick up. Cool. Uh, we did have our the next of the Birds of a Fe- Feather series um, web special, uh, Cardinal, who is a lovely chestnut with high whites on the Shannondale mold. Yeah, really um, pretty. Really pretty. Uh, I did not get him. I did not either. <laughs> Boo. Yes, I know. But I'm like, mm. <laughs> I had such a good December for Briars, though. I got the spice trap I wanted. I got the Zugspreet, and I got there was a third thing too that fell in my lap. I'm like, you're not getting that. I don't horse. think I've been drawn for anything since uh, since the Wixom, the black. Yeah, Wixom. I think I got short drawn for Zugspreet, and I think the the one maybe Benask because I am his original owner. That was a web special, wasn't he? Benask. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, then that was, was probably a couple the last years thing. ago, though. Yeah, and then before that, I think was Arosa, which was right ten years ago. Oh, and you got the you got uh, not that you were drawn for it, but you finally got Vulcan. Oh, I did. Yeah, he just arrived the other day. He's so he pretty. was a Briar show special, though. He was not something you could buy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, because I had him at my show. <laughs> he is lovely, by the way. Mm-hmm. I love that paint job. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, a- throwback Thursday. This Lockies. is a really interesting th- throwback Thursday because uh, it has an article accompanying it. So there's a whole article by Meg McDonald with photos from Jackie Hasser and Kelly Weimer mm-hmm. talking about the whole history of um, Blockies and Briar, and it's a, it's really in, in, uh, insightful and very thorough. I mean, they they talk about uh, the miniature collections from the Montgomery Ward's catalogs, which mm-hmm. I wanted so bad my parents wouldn't buy for me because they were in the hundreds of dollars. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, their origins with uh, the Riegseckers. So uh, I won't go through the whole thing, but they talk about uh, Flocky Misty and the Flocky Saddlebreds. And uh, I still want a Flocky Misty how, so bad. How they how they did the flocking and other flock models. So there'll be a link to it on our blog. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Do you have any Flockies? I do not. I've never had a Flocky ever. Really? I had a Flocky Barbie horse. That doesn't count. That was some re- relative. You know, you had those relatives that didn't. Oh, yeah. Really that didn't get, get the it. horse thing. Yeah. And so they thought any horse would do. And somebody sent me this. It was a Palomino flocky briar horse and the neck moved. But the legs were super flexible and it wouldn't stand upright. Oh, it was, man. It was not a good horse. But I, I, it's probably somewhere with my childhood crap somewhere. I have the, the Appaloosa rocking horse and I have the proud Arab stallion. Oh, and I have oh, a smoky. Nice. I have a smoky the cow horse who's a unicorn too. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and a running mare. Okay, I have more than I thought. Never mind. I, it was funny. I I loved the flocky Montgomery Wards because not because they were flockies, but because of the the vehicles, right? And it yes. was so realistic. When it came to the flockies by on their own, I, I was that was one of the things I wasn't interested in. Right? Yeah. But so the, the, the harness and the, and the carriage, cause that stuff was oh, like yeah. hyper detailed for its time. Oh yeah. 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 Those were amazing. Mm. Briar West. Briar West. Briar uh, West. The only real news we have on Briar West are the show prizes. And I don't even have the champ for use novice cause they're not announcing it until tomorrow. And mm. Uh, so open show prizes, the champion prize is Astrid. These are overalls, mm-hmm. uh, and Fireheart is the reserve and youth novice is reverence. And we can try and extrapolate out of reverence, uh, who the reserve is, but there are several it could be. So I won't I could just wait guess. till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I could just insert it. Like you could just insert it. Do the door open thing and go. Do, 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 do. Uh, they also, um, this is not part of Briar West. I meant to put this above the Briar West thing. A test run Rainer was offered. And he was pretty. Uh, yeah, it's very pretty. I like this paint job. It's a very subdued chestnut. Um, yeah. And uh, because he's classic size, he was a little cheaper. You know, he's a uh, six fifty as opposed to the yeah as opposed nine nine hundred to a thousand they usually go for yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Today's the last day to enter, so this will not come in in, in time, time for, for you to, to act it. 
But that's I mean, why you got to strike when the iron is, go. shows up. Gotta go, man. <laughs> gotta do it. Gotta do it. All right. Uh, Briar Fest. All right. Down the list we go. Good Lord. <laughs> so first of to- all, their sneaky peeks have been like, like, we taught them very, we, we taught them about like, you know, their, their, their little tricks they would try. People would figure it out inside of 10 minutes. Now they're just like, okay, well, here's an extreme close up, you bunch of jerks. Here. Now, now they're deliberately misleading people. Oh, yeah. I, I know the, what, when we get to the bears. Oh, yeah. That, the bears was stinky. That was genius. Yeah. Uh, so the first one uh, I personally uh, have to have so I can name it Blue Meanie. <laughs> <laughs> Is Blue Monday, who is spirit in this uh, this blue uh, with uh, dark blue mane and tail, and he's modeled after uh, an impressionist painter. Uh, oh, he's named Franz. I'm sorry. Uh, by uh, artist Franz Mark, uh, he was painted that painting. I'm sure everybody's familiar with in 1911, and so that's who this horse is supposed to emulate. Which I think they did a pretty good job. They did a good job. Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie. Next up, we have the plushie, whose name is Strudel. Oh. And this is ridiculously cute. Um, he is wearing the lederhosen. His hat. Um, I love his hat. I love the way his ears poke through his hat. He his is hat. so cute. Like, I this might be, be the this might be the gateway plushie. I, 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 I'm already down the rabbit hole with the plushie, so I will be, have to have him. Yeah. Have to. He's very cute. Uh, then we are on to Black Forest, which is the classic Shire in a really wild color. It's like a black, glossy black splash with cherry red mane and tail. Yeah, he kind of straddles that. Is this a decorator or not line? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a little crazy. He is. He is a uh, limited edition, so he's going to be available to all ticket holders. Yep. Was the the blue horse, was that a special run or a limited edition? I don't know. We didn't say we should probably do that. We should probably say. Uh, do, 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 do. It's probably below the horse. Yep, he's a special run. Okay. Special run. Special and run. Then, uh, Strudel's a store special, right? Right. So he'll be available. Edition. Yep. He should be available To online. everybody. Everybody can bum rush Strudel. <laughs> if you want. You could. Uh, next up is Chablis. Um, so this is a black forest horse. I'm excited to see this horse in person. Because one, this is the best color. He's a very dark, lovely bay. And he's on the... Oh, here we go. Idicus? Idicus. Idicus. The warm blood. The new Tricaner 2.0. He's on that mold. And he is a lovely, dark, dapple bay. This and paint I- job is outstanding. Yeah, he's I'm in freaking love with this horse. Um, he is available to all ticket holders, so he'll be he's a limited edition. So I need. He hmm. is not a Black Forest horse. He is a Wurtenberger gelding. Oh, Wurtenberger. I'm sorry. It's, he's from the same state as the Black yeah. Forest horse. Yeah, I got excited. Very, very pretty. Very job. pretty. They gloss this up. I will die. Please stop giving ideas. They have enough. Well, you know, they always, they do the splits, so you never know. This is a, 
He's a limited edition. He's not a special yeah. run. So no, he will not be glossy unless he's glossed for a later purpose. Although I was going to say there perhaps precedence. my I mean my theory is that the people at home may have the opportunity to buy glossed limited edition. Well, Surratt was half and half and he was a limited edition, wasn't he? No, Surratt was a special run. Well, I thought Surratt was an Ellie. No. The limited editions are the things that are sold in the store. Yeah, I know. So I they're not Surratt subject was- to the, the the craziness that happens on the on the special runs. I know. I, yeah. I know what it is. I just thought Surratt yeah. was a limited no, Surratt, edition. No, Surratt was a... And the limited editions also tend to be portrait models. Uh, so, and no. Um, anyway, back on the wine theme. Oh, no, is this Brahms? I'm sorry. I'm the wrong, wrong I'm on the horse ahead. No, this is the music theme. Yeah. <laughs> on the horse ahead. I will need one of these, please. I will need one of these also. This is a Big Ben in a spectacular, like, leopard Appaloosa paint job. He is, he's got a mismarked shoulder, so he's got one leg that's very dark. Um, This is, you know, I was never into leopard Appaloosa until they started making them look like this. And now I'm like, okay. All of them, please. All of them. The speckling... Oh yeah, this lo- and this also looks like a Paleo horse to me. So. This also looks glossed to me. It yeah, I think it's glossed. It's clear yeah. on the black leg and up in the face. Yeah. Um. So this is only available in person. Yes. Yes. It's an SR. It's an SR. SR Schmarnar. Who's next? Uh. Next up is uh. Ugh, I want to say Chardonnay, but that's not right. Oh, it is right. Chardonnay. Yeah, Chardonnay's right. Chardonnay. Um, this I like all the horses named after wine. This is great. Um, so this is Chardonnay. Yeah, and we're gonna have to talk about that when we get to the surprise horse. <laughs> right. The somebody. I mean, I know it's a German theme, but somebody's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. You were here last summer, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so Chardonnay is also a German riding pony, which is uh, the same breed that the celebration model is. Yep. And uh, he is a lovely, lovely, this is on the Flash model, lovely chestnut with high whites. Um, very athletic looking little pony. Yeah. And I believe nice this job. is also, yeah, this is a limited edition, so. Available to all. Yeah. Mm, he's yummy. Then we have, on the Wyatt mold, we have Marzipan. Mm. Which, Marzipan for people that don't know is uh this almond paste flavored kind of candy and decoration mm-hmm. uh that they they do in germany it's it's in more places than just germany but when i was a kid we used to get candy for christmas germans have um a thing about chimney sweeps and pigs in christmas okay um and the chimney sweeps ride the pigs and they have little um i'm visualizing it in my head they have little like almost mario mushrooms sprouting out of their head and ears and it's like a good luck thing for okay. the new year and so we would every year we would always get like a little like a little package with the the pig and the chimney sweep and the mushrooms and all that kind of stuff but the thing about marzipan is like because it's candy you're a kid you want to eat it so you bite the pig's butt off and it's just really rich like marzipan's very very rich and it's very i don't want to say sludgy but it's very dense so you're not and, eating the whole pig in one sitting, is what no, you're saying? No, like one bite and you're good. Because it doesn't, 
like, especially if you're an American kid, you get used to American candy, which I find is overly sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and German candy is, is much, is much different. Like I, uh, I now can't kind of eat a lot of American candy cause I was spoiled, mm-hmm. but like marzipan is an acquired taste. Like that's why it's just decoration. It's like, like not sold as a main candy, but right. So mm. this is a, like you would imagine uh, kind of this almond paste being this color as base. So I think that's a, like they spray paint it stuff or color it to be anything. they Right. Want. But but I think that's a great name for this piece. Mm. He's uh, kind of a Palomino. Uh, kind of it's I want to say Sabino, but then he's also got frame stuff going on. So oh, you can have both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, very pretty. He is very pretty. Is a, he's special run. Yep, he's special run. Special run. Special run. Uh, next up is Rapunzel, and this is the new Fjord pony with a different mane. Uh, uh and she is like a strawberry run. I think th- I think this is my favorite. I yeah, I like this one a whole whole bunch. She's got a little braid too. I don't know if you noticed, like up by her uh, bridal yeah. path. Yeah, it's up uh, um, our burn. You can see it more on the other side, but. She's this frothy sort of, you know, summer salad, like jello salad mm-hmm. pink. And, oh, and, and she's got a gradiated, you know, tail and a little flecking. And she's just gorgeous. She's very pretty. This works so well on this mold. Like, mm-hmm. I know Maggie was like, see why it was I know, it's the like, way it was. There is like, a reason. Oh, now I get it. There's it a reason. Like, like, it looks like, a, you know. You could show it as an Icelandic, probably. This way. Oh, you probably could, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, love it. Anyway, she's cute. She's also an SR. Yes. I think I'm into two tickets territory right now. I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Just with with Brahms and yeah, Brahms alone and and Rapunzel. And there's at least there's a total. There's another one coming up I like. So. Oh, I gotta. I gotta gotta have blue. I gotta have blue beanie. Gotta figure this out. Anyway, next up is Stein. Stein, like Stein. Peter Stein. Uh, and he is Fireheart. Yes, this is Fireheart and Grulia. Yep, really pretty. Really pretty. Um, really great. Uh, it looks, at least on this model, you can see the, um, uh, the primitive markings on the legs. There is some frostiness in the mane and tail. The tail uh, is really there, cool. There's some good transverse markings across the shoulder. Um, I can't see dead on in the face, but it looks like they've darkened it up and done some cobwebbing. So this is going to be a really great horse. Yeah. He's also a special run. Mm-mm-mm. Yummy. Oh, here's the stinky one. So <laughs> this sneak preak was like a close up. So the model is the bear cub in like gummy bear gummy candy bear colors. colors. Yeah. And he smells. And they smell. They're scented, which is hilarious to me. Um, they're being sold as a set of three. So the uh, the sneak preak was basically just like a little rectangle that went across all three bears so you could see three colors. Or two colors. Um, and everybody was like, that's going to be a misty, blah, blah, blah. And then we knew right. what they were talking about. Right, because what they saw was was the, the neck texture. of the yellow one and the, the the body of the red one, they figured. So they thought that was the texture of Misty's mane and tail. Yes. Nope. They were all wrong. <laughs> they definitely it was were a, laughing about it. was a great fake out. 
definitely laughing about this at Briar headquarters. Yeah. But Cat I think- was Cat McDermott was threatening people with golf cart rides if they could figure it out. Yes, no one did. But uh, yeah. I think this is I, I think this is a brilliant like this is a great special. <laughs> like it's 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 probably not something I'm gonna buy, but it's freaking I'm inspired. Totally buying this. What's that? Because that's another thing, being growing up in Germany, man. Gummy candy. <laughs> gummy bears, gummy star, gummy everything. Like people don't know, because when you get Gummy bears in Germany, they're all, they're different. <laughs> and there's, they're like, by the time they get over here, they're kind of hard and, uh, yeah. I'd say they're fresh, probably. They're fresh and they're, uh, I yeah. just love it. I hope they smell like gummy bears, though. I don't want them to smell like toilet fresh. <laughs> I think they're going to just smell like generic fruit. Like, because when you open up a bag of gummy bears, there is a smell. There is a <laughs> But oh, I meant to say on the marzipan pigs too. There were four leaf clovers for some reason. Go figure. Huh? Really? I just thought. I just it just came into my mind. Like, why did you think they were good luck? And because they had four leaf clovers at Christmas. Go figure. Oh, the not uh, the okay the not the horse the pig. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, not I'm, like, I'm completely confused. Now. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, the gummy bears, the gummy bears are a special run, and I, this is possibly the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. They nailed the color and yeah. the translucency because that is how the candy looks. So I think this is really fun, and I'm going to get them. Yeah, I'm gonna. You're into the decorators this year. I don't know what that's about. Like, you know what? I I like kitsch and I like camp. Yeah, like, I I I'm not a fan of esprit, but yep. I have that esprit that's grandma's couch yes. colored. Prince of Chintz or whatever. Prince of Chintz. I love him. He is ridiculous. In the you have the Easter way. egg huck. You have the Easter bunny huck too, right? Yes. Gaverney. He's, he's my favorite. He's wonderful. So funny. I, 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 you know, decorators for decorators sake, don't do it for me. But if you do something really out of the box, I'm down. That's really funny. Oh, uh, so this next one's probably a, a discussion. Uh, yeah. So let's, let's, let's. Let's talk about it. Let's so, talk about this. So Surprise Horse has been announced. Um, and well, the name has been announced. <laughs> right. The name. I, I was assuming people would figure that out. Right. But, uh, the name is Rotating Draft Surprise. And this has, it, at minimum, double entendre. Oh, great. Right? Yeah, at minimum. <laughs> you can take it on its face value to say that whatever the Surprise Horse is, it's already a draft. Right. right? It's a drafter. Probably we're all. have it. We haven't seen a drafter in the lineup. It's true. Um, and then it also refers to, you know, Ger- Germany is very well known for brewing beer. So probably my guess is the name is going to, you know, the names are maybe going to have something to do with different types of beer. So rotating know. draft, there was somebody who came up and said that what told us what this actually means. And now I can't remember what the heck the explanation was. But, like, of course, everybody's running wild with, does this mean different colors? Does this mean different molds? That sounds like it would right. be very difficult to pull off, but I don't know. Does it mean, name mean anything at all other than it's just cool with the theme? Well, I mean, ro- rotating draft um, from, a, from a standpoint of, like, people that sell beer or have breweries is just changing seasonally or whatever to change oh yeah that's what it was it, it meant that they did so yeah go ahead 
Sorry. So if it, it, uh, my thought is if they have different colors, though they don't name the colors, like you would have, you would have a light Palomino, you would have different shades of whatever, all the way from like, you like know, a lager a, a, to a stout, right? Like a like an IPA or a, or a lager to, all the way to a stout, like Guinness, which is mm-hmm. super super dark. Harp, which is could be argued as a dark bay. You know, you've got the middle ambers that could be yeah. almost chestnut colored. You know, that of course they would have to center around Germans. You know, strains of that, but it's a great idea. Whoever yeah. came up with it, um, so. Now, if it's a rotating draft mold, that's people will lose their damn minds. <laughs> people would lose their damn minds. Could you imagine? No, like it, not only it it a color being assigned to a mold. Yeah, because if it was like all kinds of little micro runs in the middle there, that sounds one difficult to manage. Two people would actually like heads would explode off of bodies. Oh my god. Like in a literal sense. Like I love this theme to begin with for obvious reasons, but that I I really find the questions that pop up around this surprise model mold and and colors and what the places that you can go with it is really intriguing. Oh yeah, but remember also remember too. A lot of times we've been told that the models are figured out and then names are assigned to the models. True. Like they're True. they're un they're unrelated when they're coming together. True. You know, example seven art su- surprise. We're not seven different colors. No, but that was yeah, that was disciplines. So yeah, yeah. so we'll see. It, we'll see. It could be as it could be boring as uh, you know, Roy in four colors. Roy in four colors. We'll see. Pa- I don't know. Palomino, chestnut, dark bay, black. There you go. But it'll be like a beautiful. Solve the problem for beautiful you. colors. Thirty year glossed. Sorry. Guest horses. Yes. Yeah, so they have announced. I mean, I think we knew some of these, but uh, they have announced the guest horses. Obviously, the surprise or the celebration horse. Nicholas and his writer Lauren Chumley will be there. Mm-hmm. This is a new mold for the celebration horse, yep. uh, done by Brigitte Eberl. If people haven't caught on to that yet, we have seen this he's horse a pony. In, he's a he, pony. We've seen this horse in Jamie's hand, mm-hmm. and he is pony sized. So he's a traditional, but he's a pony sized traditional. And I don't know why people get so wrapped around the axle about pound per dollar with model horses like I they don't lost either. their minds over asteroid and it's just like it's not yours it's are not, not 16 it's, hands it's not truffles yes you know? it's not truffles. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not being ripped off yeah just it's, it's a pony and you know i admire their at least somewhat valiant attempt to stay in scale for for that size right yes but, uh, I mean, we all know it's somewhat over all over the place, right? But, you know, but it's pony. Yeah, the amount, so, the 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 difference in cost to make and produce those molds of a pony versus a larger horse probably negligible. Yes, completely. That that's what cracks me up is yeah. people saying, "Well, they're just ripping," you know, they're saving money. No, no, well, they probably are not. It's the, <laughs> the money, the the money is the mold, not yeah. the material. Uh, other limited edition portrait horses, we have Montanara, who is who is the Black Forest draft horse, uh, yeah. one of two in in North America. Um, he is on the older Frisian mold. Yep, 
We talked about him last show. Yeah, we talked about him last show and uh, Chardonnay and Chablis. Sh- um, and yeah, we talked about these guys at the last show. We also have uh, Nice Star Blazing Kansas, which is the uh, the Welsh uh, Baron Full. Mm. Oh, he's a he, though. Yeah, it's him and his mom. But he'll be oh, there. Oh, I got it. He's, he's the baby. Yep. So, yeah. So the black uh, Welshy Molden Full, that's what that based on. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Quest Native Son, which is the uh, Kylie Parks Morgan mm. um, in Chestnut. That portrait horse is coming. Lovely. And Adamek, who is the Akalteki in a beautiful bright bay. Yeah, I'm super excited about mm. seeing Adamek. Gorgeous. God, I can't wait. I know. It's time. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to go touch horses this time. <laughs> uh, they also um, advertise the what they call the uh, Briarfest community, which is all the artisans and people uh, wanting to play Let's Make a Deal. So Artisans Gallery is going to be at the Clarion Hotel Thursday, starting Thursday night uh, mm-hmm. through Saturday. I'm assuming it's going to be in the same ballroom. Um, the swap meet. Oh, there were two nights for the swap meet. Is, am I reading that right? Uh, yeah, that's happened before. I think the Has last it? time it was two nights also. Because it's got to be insane. Funny. Yeah, it is insane. Yeah. So the swap meet basically is people who don't really have a storefront, although some of them probably do. But if you like, just have a bunch of models in your room to sell, you can come to the swap meet and stick them on a table. Yep. And then, of course, there's the vendor marketplace out at the horse park at the covered arena. Yes, which has and that everything. Goes, that has everything, and that goes the whole time. As mm-hmm. long as there's uh, the parks open and the demos are going on at Briarfest, that, that course is open. So, yay! God, I'm so excited, Heather. I can't deal I with know. it. Seems so far away. I know. I literally can't handle it. So, and we're going to be there. We're, we have a chin room, as mm-hmm. always, and we will be, uh, have the doors open and be welcoming people in. We'll And we're going to be gonna, there the whole week, yes. Yes, we'll be there the whole week. We are not going to be doing NAN, but no. we will probably stop by NAN to interview some people and take a look and report on the goings-on. We're going to hit the Bourbon Trail, probably. Oh, uh, yeah. Thoroughbred tours. Uh, then um, we will be in the room. Uh, welcoming our patrons. We'll probably do a dinner. I assume. Yeah, we should have some kind of like some kind of like not exhibitor party, but like you know, Patreon exclusivity. Right. We're gonna do. We'll have merch and stuff like that. We're gonna do man on the street interviews at the the horse park in Nan and uh, talk to people about their experience this year. Uh, we'll probably. What are we committed to? Things we, we can't talk to- about. Things we can't talk about, but are you doing, are you volunteering for anything else? Uh, I have not heard about the kids show. If I get asked to do my English performance stuff, I will probably say yes. Yeah. But I haven't, I haven't heard anything. That may be, I mean, I'll be hanging out with Eleanor in a couple of weeks. So that may be when that gets brought up. That's probably going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. I am, I am, I'm, I have one other commitment, but I don't know if I can talk about that yet either. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, but yeah, we're probably going to try and get a golf cart, buzz around like we normally do. Um, we'll decorate, decorate it. Our great. Team, decorate our golf cart. Oh um, my God, Heather, we could decorate the golf cart. This would be so, uh, we're, I'm going to go find some beer hall signs, like the flags. Yeah, because I mean, that's, we're going to do a beer hall in our room. Yeah. Uh, we've got some costumes that are kind of fun. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're going like, to Like, all the fun stuff we wanted to do for, you know, because that was supposed to be our Irish pub was going uh, I'm still so bummed that had to go online. Yeah. Like, that was, I'm sure that we was going to be my with, year. We sure, we, we probably would have come up with something for Horse Bitter and Color. So, yeah. it's going to be a beer hall. Yeah. Oh, God. Heather, it's I'm going to have fun. time to, like, plan stuff. I know. Because I won't be working. You won't be dying. I won't be from getting burnout. killed by my job. Yeah. Oh my god, Yay. I don't want to cry. I'm so excited. Anyway, All should right. we talk about stuff that's not We should best? talk about Stone. Yes, Let's we talk should. about Stone. So I, I don't have much except that we know that the Stone Country Fair, which has also been shelved for a couple of years because of the pandemic, uh, is going forward and it's going forward live, and Amy is looking for judges. So, yeah. uh, so it's in Shipshawana. The theme yeah. is Roaring Twenties, which sounds fun. That's how, that, that does sound fun. Uh, does it have the dates on there? I don't see dates. And I, it's just as somebody asked where the show was and somebody replied that it was in Shipshawana. Oh, May yeah, 6th always, and 7th. There you go. Yeah, it's always in Shipshawana. Yeah, May, so, 6th, yeah, and May 7th. 6th and 7th. So, you know, that's going to be a good time. So keep on the lookout for more info for that. We have the link to the original post on the blog, but it's really just a call for judges. Yeah. And there's a logo, obviously. So they've got the, yeah, uh, the logo the sorted out. Yeah. It's nice. Demo, I think De- Debo Mel, who does uh, Do Wiki. Yeah. I think she does a she lot of their that? design work. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I like uh, the art deco. Copper Fox. Well, this set off a lot of conversation last week online. Oh, my God. Cop- yeah. Copper Fox has announced uh, Grantham. A painted artist resin copper cub in our Shire mold will mm-hmm. be making his debut in a small run sometime in early February. Welcome, Grantham. Yes. So this this is a cute horse, and, and the paint job looks looks all right. It looks a little simplistic if I'm looking at the feet and the the legs. Um like not bad, just kind of production-y. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. So this was what the, the discussion was. Is this OF right. or is this artist resonant? I think this is OF. I think it's OF as well. But um, a couple of people uh, brought up that what if someone like Mel Miller painted this horse? Then and I a, think then it's a custom. Well, in the factory as an artist for as 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 Mel Miller would paint it, or as a a, a paint job designed by Mel Miller to be well, painted see, I by think the, that, the unwashed. I think that's where the where the kind of line in the sand that keeps moving around is. Are we going to treat the taxonomy like from origin or appearance? So right? here's the thing: we've actually had this conversation a couple yeah. of different times. Yeah, because when animal artistry. Which is now, you think of that, it's Donna Cheney. When she first kind of came out, she had very popular stable mate sized resins that you could buy as blanks and get painted. Or you could buy them painted from her. And she has a, a small group of painters that were painting her stuff. Yeah. And there was a very brief period of time in parts of this country where those showed as OFs. Oh, yeah. They showed as OFs where I'm from. Yeah. And we there was a whole discussion about... You know, well, really, the paint jobs on the OF with air quotes that you can't see are really more similar to paint jobs you would get on an artist resin. Sure. Like they're that level of detail. On the other side of that, when Stone first started out, they had a series of horses called Artisan Hall. And what they did was they had model. They were like the first company to reach out to the hobby and have the hobby participate 
And the first one of these was a draft horse. My first or second one? I think it was the first one. The first one of these was a draft horse that was painted by Sarah Mankiewicz. And at the time, that was like, holy cow, that's amazing. And what's still, it's still an amazing, it's still a beautiful horse. horse, by the way. And what she did was she basically she went and painted one that was kind of like the 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 artist sample that then was painted there's not there's like there's not an unlimited number of these there's like a hundred of them or something right um, and when those first came out that was the question was is this a sarah mink paint job on a plastic body or what and the show i went to that we kind of had a, more than a couple of these at we kind of looked in the kind of the decision that was sort of made was the variation in them is similar to a variation across a regular original finish run. Right. So they were still original finish, but I remember that that, that was a conversation and I feel like this is the same thing. And I think that, you know, yeah, it's resin, but we original finish resin is a thing in this hobby. Like, right. um, Northlight. Order fine arts or, um, Northlight. those are resin, but they're original finish resins. I, you know, and I, I think it gets super squidgy. And when you're talking about companies that take an artist resin and produce an artist resin for whatever reason to, mm-hmm. to, you know, as blank or as painted, it's, you know, I mean, ultimately it's up to the show holder how they define right. that. But, you know, it's. I mean, I think the desire is to kind of group things as, you know, as like as possible. So you, while you may have apples, you might have. Red Delicious and Macintosh and, you know, Granny Smith's. Those are all right. still apples, although they're different. So you might further, you know, s- divide them further along those lines. Right. But you wouldn't show it with an orange. Yeah, the regimented show holder in me, though, wants clear defined lines. So you can just go, yes, that's from this, that origin's from there, that's where it belongs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I am I'm, I'm rigid when it comes from, like... When I look at, because Maggie posted a thing about taxonomy, lumpers versus... Right, splitters. Splitters. And I tend to be a splitter when it comes to division stuff and origin. But mm-hmm. I tend to be a lumper when it comes to inside the division with breed. Like, then right. I, I, I will have the flexibility to say, well, that's on a Spanish mold. That, you know, it should be a Spanish Mustang, not a Mustang Mustang. That type of thing. You right. know what I mean? I do. But I think, too, that, like, first of all, resin means a lot of different things. Sure. Okay. And, like, resin is not one one uh, medium. There is a no, lot of different kinds of resin. No, especially with the micros are now pewter, you know? Yeah, because so- we lump pewter into resin. Yeah. Um, which basically resin kind of actually means in the hobby these days is an artist produced blank body regardless of what it's actually made out of be it a 3d print or pewter or right. polyurethane resin right you know whatever so this like i said this seems to be to me more like a north light or a border fine arts piece where it's resin but it's painted by the company that's my feeling about it now, of course, you get it in front of you because would I compete that against, you know, what I think of and my group of horses as an artist resin? I probably wouldn't. I mean, I think that's. I think that's the interesting thing, I think, because um, this paint job is not as detailed as I would expect I, on some of those. 
Right. Obviously, you know, we haven't seen it in person, so we could right. be completely wrong about the paint job. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It, but if it if it was in hand and it was fine, but it wasn't if it's not gonna stand up to the Mel Millers and and Nikki Buttons of the world, then you know. I don't know. I, you know, when you say run to me and you say factory painted, my brain goes OF almost immediately. Do you know what I mean? Why? OF. I thought you were going to say custom. No, I, oh, absolutely. No, no, because no. you have small runs of horses that come right. out. So, yeah, I think we're arguing. This. I, I think this is an original. I think this is OF resin. Like right. I said, this looks, this is like North Lake Border Fine Arts to me. But I do think it's something in the you know coming years that's going to get fuzzier and fuzzier because companies are um, redrawing the lines of how they're producing in the factory and what they're producing in the yeah. factory. So, yeah. you know, ultimately for now, it's up to the showholder unless, you know, somebody defines it further. I mean, It'll honestly, be interesting to see what NAMSA does with it. One of the interesting things about this hobby in general is that it is constantly evolving. I mean, like. Sure. 20 years ago, you didn't have custom glazed china. No. You didn't really, you know, there's a lot of things that we, there were just things we just didn't do. And it's evolved a lot since then. Like, it's a completely different thing that we're doing than we were doing. Well, custom glaze used to have ago. to, I mean, when they were, there was only a few of them. Custom mm -hmm. glaze used to have to show with actually customized plastic. Oh, yeah. And that was just, that and was I, I've been to shows where uh, the OF China showed against Briars. Like, that used to be a thing, too. You had two divisions. You had original right. finish and you had custom and that you that's it. And it would annoy people because they would show up with their Hagen Renickers and blow the briars out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would happen. We depending on the judge you got, you could have custom glazes run the table and in custom, you know, yeah. what would be considered customized briars, plastic, whatever, and that There'd be a lot of hard feelings about that. Oh, yeah. So. And there were hard feelings either way, because a custom glaze, like the sure. look of a custom glaze is very different than the look of a custom. Yeah. Fire. And, you know, conversely, they would get shut out. Yeah. In some, you know, because people were not interested in China either. So. I mean, the reason why you have a lot of custom glaze divisions where you don't have a limit on how many you can enter is because it's such a small division. People wanted you to encourage you to bring every single freaking thing mm -hmm. you had. Mm hmm. And that's our uh, wander down memory lane with Heather and Jackie. That's our soapbox also for the day. That's so. our soap. Well, it's one possibly. I don't know. There could be another. We might have another one. We might have uh, another one. Oh, maybe on this entrant. So uh, on to other. Uh, Bar Bacon, who is the pioneer and upkeeper of the stone reference site and has been for literally a decade at least. Uh, I, think it was, now, I want to say it's more like two. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you're probably right. Uh, has now opened a Briar Horse reference site. Um, this one is different from the Stone site in that you can search it for free, mm -hmm. as opposed to Stone, where you have to pay for access to anything. Um, but this was this is a free reference just for searching info on a mold. Right now, I would bet. It, I don't know. It would, I, I would bet it kind of moves to a subscription model like the Stone thing and. Boy, the stuff she rolled out for the stone side of this, if I had, I have maybe 30 stones, if I had more, like it would, it would, it would be worth it to me to pay for like a month's access to get the information I need on my 30 horses. Um, but if she introduces that stuff on the Briar side, I will 100% sign up for this. Yeah. Because there's ways to like well, print out your documentation. There's ways to keep track of things online. It's like, so ugh. there is a subscription model, not, not 
you don't need it for just access to search, but if you mm-hmm. want all those features for Briar, then you pay. Yeah. It's oh, 35 I mean, a year, I think. Is that live? Yeah, it's live. Hit the link. No, no. Is the, the subscription stuff live? Yeah. Oh, hot. I'm in. All right. <laughs> all right. I got to look at that when we're done. Well, Mirrors and Black will pay for that. Oh, really? Yeah. We need it for Mirrors and Black. That's research. probably true. It's a research tool. Uh, we need it for Mirrors and Black. We do. <laughs> okay, I'm signing up. Uh, <laughs> plus, we're plus we're supporting the community. So that's true. So yeah, so it's it's um, it's since ID or Briar is stopped dead in its tracks since Janice Cox, um, you know, passed, passed away unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, so Barb, I don't know if she was already working on it or if she decided to just jump in when this kind of opportunity appeared so we now have uh she doesn't have the same pictures because she's not she didn't recycle the database content it doesn't look like at first i thought she did but i've been all through the site and she's sourcing her own pictures and it doesn't look like the language is the same so um so mm. hot yeah there's all a right. lot of and, and, there's a lot of good stuff in here yeah it's 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 mo- very much modernized you have the kind of tools you're used to um but you need documentation uh, for a model you can yep, make it, it very easily here and also i would encourage people if you have pictures uh that you want uh displayed uh you know especially the rare stuff the design your own the auction models the um small run stuff especially the micro runs to get in touch and barb and see you know look through there see if she has it that kind of thing i would say the same for briar value guide they're also missing some pictures so yeah uh sarah mink devil mm. that she is this is sarah She's, mink and uh freaking mindy berg twofer so i also one of them was done by uh by uh kingston studios Which one, one of the ponies anyway let's get to that okay uh so blind bag ponies that sarah has been threatening us a good time with uh she has debuted in her epic newsletter that she sent out that also had Tuffet in it, which is the <sighs> Venti size auto, auto. who's now available. I already bought one. Uh, yeah, me too. Debuted uh, the Blind Bag Ponies, um, all four of them. Uh, Shadowlark, who is Welsh. Uh, Fizzgig, who is a drafter. Fergus, who is a Highland or, or British pony northern area type thing i'm in love with fergus and then there's a fourth one that mindy didn't paint Mm -hmm. whippoorwill uh whippoorwill that uh kingston studios painted Mm. um and there we've got a link to uh i got a link of both of them for the for the purpose of the blog but they're so gorgeous oh my god and beth patterson owns all of them and I just want to know how the hell that happened. She got good connections. I was gonna say she got some connections. She got good. Beth Patterson also has amazing taste. Well, no, I didn't say she not. Oh, oh my god! Cry. Some of her horses I make me want to fall on the floor and cry. Yeah. Um, I really my favorite is Fergus. I just I him. love Fergus. He that mane just kills me. His little face. And you know I love I love a head turned horse. He's so. got to be standing out on the moors somewhere. I know he is standing in on the, the moonlight, going <laughs> snort, 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 snort. What was that? So, so, so this is she's going to sell these ponies, and 
it's like gambler's choice, right? You're going to yeah. get, you don't know what you one, get. You're not, you don't know what you're They're not available so, yet either. So just no, but calm these, down, these but. paint, you can see the painted ones are just yeah. beautiful. Oh God. I know. Would you people just calm down things? everyone? Just, uh, just settle. To, settle. I don't want to do Kingston studios disservice and not mention the name of the artist. I'm drawing a blank right now. She's really good too. Uh, She's the second link in there. Yeah. Uh, her name, her uh, this person's. They don't have the name in their thing, but they're from Region Six, South Carolina. Taylor, is it Taylor? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it because I know this name. I'm just not remembering it. But hers was a super dark bay dapple. Yeah. With a yeah, he's pretty. Uh, and we already mentioned Tuffet. I can't wait. Yes, to I can't wait so, to have this obnoxious pony that fits in my hands. So Bean came out uh, a month or so ago. At Taylor Oots. Oh, okay. Or Outs. I don't know how you say it. But good for her. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So Tuffet's the Venti, and Venti is a specific scale. Uh. One. Uh, one twenty. One twentieth. So. Very reasonably priced, I think, at one seventy. So, yeah. she has a poor date on those, which means she's not sold out. She will take orders from in a specific window. Yes, which is open now. I think. Nah, it is. Yeah. Uh. Oh God, yeah. This. Speaking uh, of Mindy Berg, speaking about things that make me want to cry. So we don't so much feature. Uh, we used to like run the gamut and feature everybody's outstanding paint jobs, mm-hmm. you know, show by show. And it just became too much. But every once in a while, there's one that you're just like, holy crap. Right. Yeah. Miniberg is the queen of this kind of varnish, uh, Roni Appaloosa. And she did a barely Jolie in this color. And I, last I heard, I was afraid to look after it, <laughs> but it was on model horse sales page. It's already sold. It sold for eight grand or it was at eight grand. Was it really? Yeah, it was. That's amazing. But, we're, I mean, look at this. I, oh, it's I know. It's worth it. Art. But, oh, wow. Go, Mindy. The face on this thing just blows. Like, everything blows me away. But I look at the face and I'm just like, I don't. Oh, I, I'm kind of speechless. It's just so amazing. Yeah. Ugh. Congrats to whoever got this piece. It was yeah, that's like, lovely. this rivals to me, rivals the Appaloosa paint job on that. Uh, on that Victrix that Liz Shaw did. Oh my gosh, yeah. I I hope to see that horse in person someday. This this Jolie. Oh, me too. Because I've seen the Victrix. I've seen. I judged the Victrix. Mm. Oh my Who's god. Next? All right, next up, we have bits from Horsing Around slash uh, Mark Crawley. So they've got a, an elbow bit, which is kind of like a an military kind of bit, and a, a full cheek snaffle. These are both available in one-sixth uh, traditional scale, small traditional, large classic, and julep. Nice. Yeah. They're good bits. It's nice to have some new bits. Yeah, I mean, the military bit could also be uh, double as a driving bit. It so could, yeah. So these, they look really nice, really clean. Their, their pewter stuff is really nice. Like yeah. they have stirrups too in a variety of scales that are really good yeah. stirrups. 
You know what I didn't talk about? I didn't what? talk about Valor. Oh my gosh, how did we miss that? I, I don't know. I was so wrapped up in getting my own, I guess I forgot. Um, well, we can talk about it now. Yeah, because Gary doesn't, Carol and Gary don't have a Facebook presence. They don't have an Instagram presence. I think Gary still is on Blab, and that's the only place I saw it advertised. Yeah. And I don't really go to Blab anymore, so it, it kind of just fell through the cracks for me. But uh, much like uh, the mini matriarch, they all of a sudden, really, Tammy Parmachuk posted this Valor, right? That's yes. how we found out about it. And everybody was like, Oh my God. And she's like, it's a one-off. It's a one-off. And we're like, that's not No, she said it was an experiment. Oh, sorry. And so, you know, everybody was like, they need to make a run of this. They need to take a run of it. So what turned out happening is Gary, you know, I guess Mm -hmm. was gauging demand and people went nuts and, you know, overwhelmed his email box. Um, And so it's 3D printed. He calls it machine printed, but it's clearly 3D printed Valor's. Mm -hmm. With um, it's a main tail prep. There's no main. You would have to get the main sculpted on by somebody, and you have a choice of two tails. You have a choice of a hunter braided tail or a loose tail. Mm. Um, and it's it's uh, they call it bijou size, but it's you know curio uh, around venti size. I'm not. Gonna I want to say, say it's like one eighteen. I think yeah. is what they so call bijou. It's I have mine. They they feel they're very clean. They feel pretty solid. Um, Maggie was was uh pretty you know i won't say she gave it her stamp of approval because that's not my place to say that but you know she was pretty impressed with the with the, the printing that she saw from the pictures mm-hmm. um but you know it's a it's a 3d print so it does have some you know some issues that you have to get prepped out so sure. but i it seemed pretty it and it seemed at this size to be heavy enough where i didn't feel as uncomfortable as i do with the the really tiny With ones. The, the micros, which you just breathe on them and... Yeah, they, they break <laughs> and fly. So we'll see how it holds up. Okay. We'll see. It's kind of an experiment because I'm, I'm really... I get really kind of squidgy about getting micros that are, are printed because they're so light and I fumble. I am fumble fingers. <laughs> anyway, if yeah. you want one, go to riorondo.com, email Gary. Cry at them. Say, hey. I just want to say this. There's Black said you have Valors. This next thing's hilarious. Yes. Kind of want one of these. So Heather and Pine Studios has produced a rug. And it's got the emoji, the nail painting emoji. And it says, it's in the middle of the rug. It's a pink rug and it says LSQAF. It's in front of her collection, and it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Did she make this rug? I think so. I need one. That is so funny. Like, that's such a model horse thing. I love it. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if she's selling them. I don't know what the backstory is with them, but I haven't seen them anywhere else, so. No, that's amazing. I, I mean, it's clearly, it's a custom thing, because, I mean. Yeah. LSQ is like the one thing I don't think I've ever seen anywhere no. else. Even working for the military, I've never heard that yeah. acronym. And they acronym everything. All right. So we have an, uh, an, a novice model horse show. Um, this is in West Newfield, Maine. It is a Region 10 qualifier show on Saturday, March 5th. So it's perfect for people who would like to experience showing their models before diving into open competition. If you've never shown before, a perfect way to get started. 
So come have fun. Um, it looks like it's being held by Kayla Lovejoy Equine Art. Yes. So yeah. So I have a link to this placard. Kayla Lovejoy also has Google Docs with all the information, mm-hmm. entry fees, stuff like that. So uh, I will put that that longer link on the blog. Um, and it, you can reach out to Kayla if you have questions. Excellent. We need more novice shows. We do. Preferably in concert with big shows. So it's not, I think part of the problem you run into with just novice shows is attendance. I don't know. There's a, there's in that particular part of New England, there was a, there is a, there have been novice shows in the past that have been pretty large because they built that culture. So they may yeah. still be there. Yeah. Feldman Studio Blog. So I have neglected mentioning this. I've been meaning to mention it for she's on part seven. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. been a while. Um, Danielle's been step by step working through a remake of Aladigo, Danielle Feldman. And uh, it's a it's really great to see this process, much like Kristen Taylor. She's very deliberate about showing her process this is part seven but you can obviously go back and start from the beginning mm-hmm. on uh rebel in the making uh which is her series on uh working through uh CMing and and uh finishing off and painting this horse she's uh still pretty early in the process midway maybe she's moved uh the legs uh she's redone the neck and the ears um, she's taken out the tail and the mane. Um, so she's still very much in the sculpting, re-sculpting part of this yep. uh, process. Sculpting and prep part. But it's these kind of things I find make these step-by-steps where it's, you know, tactile and you can see what the artist is doing, does a lot to demystify CMing. Yes. Which if you look at a really well-done finished CM horse, is very intimidating if you're a start, an artist starting out going, I don't know how I get here. How do I do this? You know? <laughs> link that will be a link on our blog excellent uh next up we have ruru cold and her appaloosa horse excalibur. excalibur i'm like i just saw the word and i clicked off <laughs> so this is i just caught this she's apparently done this before this is uh this is i don't know her real name but mm-hmm. uh alpona by called ruru's instagram she is at Versailles with her Appaloosa horse. Oh my god! And they are in a history series in France that's being filmed there. Oh wow! So apparently she's done this before with her other horse, uh, Amira. Um, so now Excalibur is making his debut in the in Sweet. this in this. But what's really impressive uh, in this picture and pictures below is her her dang horse. Is it Versailles? I know. <laughs> to be on TV. So it's one of those weird crossovers. Uh, uh, I, I assume they're talking about, uh, you know, Louis the uh, 16th or whatever in this series because they're at Versailles. But mm. but uh, she's a, she has both of her horses at Appaloosas and she's a great a- advocate for Appaloosas. And I think it's great to see this really loud Abby at Versailles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kylie Parks. Kylie Parks. Kylie Parks. Um, she has a medallion that goes on sale today, so it will be sold out by the time the show uh, comes on. Uh, is Nova is a uh, 
base relief sculpture limited to 208 pieces. Um, she also gave an update uh, that she is, um, she's going to uh, modify how she's doing things in the hobby. She's not going to mm. be doing big production numbers. She's going to take it easy um, and pursue things in a different way. So we're looking forward to how, what new way Kylie cooks up to, to display her art. Yeah. Um, I love this little sculpture. It's very cute. It is very cute. Very typey mare. Yep. Uh, next up, we have uh, Moho Poison Dart Ponies Part 2. Part 2, I'm so happy. Oh my god, they're so cool. So I got one of the Series 1 ones mm -hmm. that looked oh, was a Poison Dart Frog uh, named Danny. Um, it was green and yellow and crazy looking. So she's debuted three so far. They're going to be six. Um, but I just love these. I love the concept on these. They're I so too. vibrant They're great. and beautiful. The, the one I linked to uh, is a Django. Um, and he's just nutty. He's turquoise and orange with big black spots. They're all really cool, though. Yeah, they are really cool. It's fun. This is, this is Baldo. <laughs> So I will be. You're going to be anxious. hunting them. I'm going to be hunting them. I need them. <laughs> I got to get them all. Can't get them all because they all went. They all went up at the same time and they all went to different people. So. <laughs> the last series anyway. So you we'll got see one though. Goes. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, I got the last one. <laughs> so I was like five minutes late and I was like, crap. Damn it. One of the ones she did is a, the, the first one she released is a. a like a almost cheetah spotted uh mini alborosa which is also mm. really cool all right and last but not least is canyon springs studio which is Le uh, leah peretz who is also responsible for the online model course photo show site her mm. partner this is a, a 3d rendering of a cute little pony uh named merid uh, that's probably not the right way to say it but it's adorable. It looks like a, it's a mare. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of looks like a Connemara or maybe a Highland. It's cute. It is cute. It's micro mini next month, larger scales in the future. I'll be looking for larger scales. Yay. She looks very workman. I like her. She's, she's released a couple other pieces too, like a drafter and I think a Mawari this yep. week. Yeah, if you scroll down there, there. Chandani and Barley. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Stuff. So I this little mare's cute. Speaks yeah, she's to me. very cute. Also, be a really good performance horse. Yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's where Jackie's brain went. First. Yeah, that's where Jackie's brain usually goes. All right, uh, we don't have a discussion this week. I uh, drop, frankly, drop the ball on the tax person because work's been nuts. Um, I'm also I was pursuing Jen. Uh, Buxton to talk about Namo Pemo, which uh, wraps entry wraps this this coming week. Um, yeah, she's like too busy because she got a new horse, and that is her entire life right now, which is understandable. Yeah. Um. So hopefully next week we'll get somebody on here to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's take a break, and then we'll come back to for the Instagram. Yeah. All right. The Mares in Black podcast. We're back. 
with Instagram in progress or just Instagram or whatever it is these days. Uh, first off, we have uh, Brie Cundiff, who is uh, customizing a resin. Uh, it's a mini Nahar. Um, and she has changed him from having this resin normally has his head kind of turned. And she's modified the neck and and whatnot to give him kind of more of a, a straighter profile with his head kind of tucked yep. in a little bit. Looks pretty good, too. It does look pretty good. I would I I would submit Nahar would not be an easy per- horse to straighten out. Especially not a mini. It looks pretty good. Yeah. No kidding. I love Nahar. I do, too. Someday I'll have a big one. Me, too. I had one and I sold it when I got divorced. Mm. So many I sold when I got divorced. That I'm I just know. Like, what are you going to do? I had to get out of there. I know. I hear you. <laughs> Gotta go. It's okay. All right. So I am not a member of this group, so I cannot talk about this next post. Uh, the next one is Holly Vanderveer. Uh, this is actually on Facebook uh, because I could not find her on Instagram. But this is uh, in progress. It is a uh, Briar Cleveland Bay uh, in progress as a vintage porcelain, she calls it. Ooh. It's a white horse, and she's painting it like Delft. Oh, really? Uh, dinnerware. Right. So it, she's doing some very intricate lapis blue patterning on a white body. And she's doing main darts that are also white and blue. And it, there's a blue tail feather. She's not done yet, but it's really, I mean, it looks like Delft. Oh, that's gorgeous. Sounds gorgeous. So, yeah, it's really pretty. Mm. And you do have to be a member of Model Horse Customizers to see this horse. Because yeah. I haven't seen it anywhere else. Um, but it, it was so cool. I had to feature it. That's cool. So it's going to be interesting when this thing is done. Uh, next up is, uh, the account name is Decibel five, but this is Nancy from our Patreon. Yes, this is Nancy. I'm like, I saw this picture before. <laughs> <laughs> so Nancy likes, uh, she's got all the holiday horses and she's got all her silver filigrees, um, out on a, on like a white cat countertop and cabinet. And then she's got a green spice drop in the middle. Um, I know it's like one of these things. It's not like the other. <laughs> but uh, I like these silver horses together. This is really pretty. Yeah, this is really impressive to see this many of them together. Mm. Um, and it, it I, you know, when you don't collect or conquer a certain thing, you have no idea how out of control there are. They've gotten with how many there are, or like, just or how dedicated you are as a collector. Yeah. Let's not out of control. My God, right. I was being funny. I know, yes, man. Uh, so I, ha- I think I have grain, and that's it. <laughs> I have. Let's see. I have the weather girl. No, do I have the weather girl? I have Ashkar. Think of Ashkar. I have the. I have the Croy. I have the the Andalusian mare. I have Zugspreet. I have the Ashkar, which is back there. I have yeah. grain. And I have the silver ones that they released, the silver sable mates from the Briar twenty Briarfest twenty fifth. Nice. And I can't quite see what's in the back there. Oh, it looks like a classic drafter. So there's a classic there. drafter, a Britian, Sherman Morgan, uh, silver. Sherman Morgan, silver. The Andalusian mare, Georg, the spice yeah. drop. Uh, <laughs> when she posted these, she was like. It'll be five seconds before people tell me which ones I'm missing. So we I know. <laughs> Ashkar, the Saddlebred. I can't really see the stablemates. Bobby Joe, Acroy, Weather Girl, Esprit, Esprit and uh, Winter yeah. Song. It's a nice yeah. grouping. Yeah, it's a great grouping. Love it. We like. 
like we like those themed pictures, y'all. I, yeah, I really like them a lot. Keep pumping them out. My own, almost she- inspired to go take some of my own. <laughs> so Vincent, um, you know, he does a lot of sculpting and he does his own CMing and he does these big projects. And it, it, uh, rightly or wrongly, I was really surprised to see a commission he'd done. Yeah, I was like, you know, I like paintwork. I didn't know he did commissions. <laughs> So this is Ahi. This mm-hmm. is the Kylie Parks uh, foal with the with the kind of mermaid fish it's tail. A hippocampus type. foal. It's a hippocampus baby, and it's th- uh, this paint job is brilliant in its subtlety and its attention to oh detail. Oh my god, it's beautiful. It's it, it's um, a dark purple theme, smoky gray purple with purple accents. Yeah, and the detail on the scale work is just nuts. Mm. I love this. Oh, it's really love, love, cool. love. He has tons of pictures of all sides. The detail on the face is just look at that. Oh, yeah, the babies, the faces. So, oh, so good, so good. So yeah, so now I'm gonna have to bug Vincent for a paint job. I know. I'm like <laughs> what? We gotta get him on the show anyway for slice. Or slight. That's true. Uh, all right. Now we're on DJ. Okay. Jed Arabian. I don't know how you say that. Yeah, that's I how it's not sure how to say that either. This is a French tack maker that I don't think we featured before. So I wanted to draw attention to uh, a, this bridal that uh, he or she replicated. Mm. This God, artist the beadwork's amazing. Yeah. So they. Uh, they did this really intricate red rush kind of ruched bridal. Um, it's the tassels are very flared out and very puffy. I, yeah, I like the tassels. Yeah. And then there's this kind of um, jeweled instead of it being like sh- the shells, the little conches that they usually mm-hmm. put on. It's this jeweled uh, cheek piece. Um, and it's this beautiful, vibrant red with some tassels on the brow band. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And if I scroll down and look at um, some of the work they're doing in, in their in their feed, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's just the the beadwork and the tassels and the embroidery yeah. are just holy cow! Yeah, really beautiful. So this is this is a person to follow. Yes, indeed, for sure. Maybe not on that account though. Hang on, all right. Not on your cosplay account. Yeah, that's exactly what's logged in. <laughs> You're like, who is this rando? There's not a horse to be seen here. What the hell? Anyway. <laughs> Next up, we have Frosty Birch Studio, which is not what it says in your show flow. <laughs> what? I read that and I was like, that can't be right. It's not. It's Frosty Birch Studio, like the tree. Um, just, Im- just imagine the typo. Yeah, just this imagine the, the worst typo. typo ever. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> um anyway, anyway oftentimes people who paint work in batches of colors and and techniques and whatnot and it is dapple day at frosty yes, i was gonna Studio. say it's a it's a dapple party and those are some lovely lovely dapples yeah those are really realistic nice looking mm. dapples so this is a really great picture of of this artist working through um uh looks like three horses she's doing some really vibrant uh vibrant dapples on the frosty birch is zane mm-hmm. ladent 
Ladin Ranta. Ladin Ranta? Ladin Ranta. Ladin Ranta. Anyway. Way to go, Zane. <laughs> we like. It's beautiful. We like. We like. Follow this person. They are good. Yes. Uh, now we have needle netties. These are um, needle felted horses. Yeah, she does I such a great job. Freaking love. Because I didn't realize that these are sometimes are posable. Like, that is fascinating yeah. to me. What's really great about, um, and this is Tomas Varela's account, what's really great about this particular needle netty is that um, um, Leslie Kathman uh, commented on it, was very impressed at how uh, with this technique, uh, needle, uh, needle felting is not, you're not always able to get stuff that's as detailed as you would like. Right. She commented on how brilliant and how accurate this, uh, oh, yeah. this, this Appaloosa a, pattern yeah. is. So, we're looking at that blue, so that's amazing. Yeah, and and it's a really great job, and the cocked foot and everything. These, the, the, Tom, Tomas has gotten just such. He's gotten so good. I like, know. I never could have thought you could get this type of detail with a needle felted horse, like yeah. a full bodied horse. And it says that's a Christmas commission order. So I'm like, here's another one. I'm like, commission. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. That's a thing I can do. Oh my gosh. Really good. Yeah, really good. Yes, and ponies, who is always in our lineup because they take the most brilliant pictures. This is their rainbow. I yeah, like this picture. To, it had to happen sooner or later. Yeah. So uh we've got the Seven Art Surprise, Appaloosa Dundee. Mm-hmm. We've got Prism, mm-hmm. who is uh, who is the Bobby Joe yep. in the Appaloosa uh, rainbow. We've got I can't remember the name of the Andalusian. I can't also, either, and that's the one I have. <laughs> also in uh, Overo paint rainbow, mm-hmm. and we have Equiday, who is fantasy because uh, while being Pinto, the spots are all horse silhouettes. Yeah. And then we have the um, pink, purple, crystalline, yeah, crystalline, teal, also known as the trans horse, (laughs) yeah, on the Goffert quality horse, on Goffert. So yeah, so these are super fun. Mm. It's it's God, the colors are so great. I know it's so vibrant. Love it. Mm. Approve. Uh, and then we had next up, we have Stephanie Blaylock, who is uh, has a little process video of her starting out with a past starting out pasteling, like laying down the first couple of layers. Um, and this is how she she starts with a yellow ochre, which is how she starts all her bay, silver, taffy, chestnut and palominos. They all start the same. Yep. Um, and it's always amazing because I did one of Steph's uh, pastel clinics. And it's amazing to me how quick you can build this color up to. Right. You know, you just start with yellow and then, you know, you can go a lot of different directions with it. So part of the reason I featured this is she has several videos working through the process of this horse. Mm -hmm. And she's also featuring uh, micro reels of other horses that she's working on. So you can see her in process to detail work. She she now does acrylic washes uh, Mm -hmm. between three or four layers of pastel to get more depth and smooth out graininess and stuff like that. Um, so she's she's just really generous with her process. This is another 
reason I like to share her stuff, demystifying the, you know, the, the way people get their art in the end. So yeah. she's got a so, yeah. one where she's doing an eyeball too, a blue eye on a horse. It's really nice. Yeah. Too. I mean, I, I think the eyeball stuff is great. I think that's really a mystery to a lot of artists starting out. So mm. there's so much information available these days. I know. So good. It I is love so it. good. Final, finally, uh, Bridal Tree Studios, Kinsey Williamson. Uh, she is has a, a a video and a long post with uh, with text talking about her process and what she's doing for Namo Pabo. And um, I won't read through all of it, but we have the link to the video on the blog. Um, Kinsey's another one that's just really generous with whatever artistic thing she's pursuing at the time. So this is a really uh, this is a really great primer for people starting out. Yeah. Mm. All right. Gosh. And I get to see Kenzie in a month and Stephanie in a month and I'm so excited. We're having Zoom dinner or something. Yeah, we'll do that. Because there's, there's, at this point I'm calling it, there's no way I'm coming out. Boo. Not, not going to happen. Just going to say boo. I know. I'm saying boo also. All right. It's time to close the show. Time to close the show. Uh... I get tired of plugging for sponsors. Briarfest is coming up. Call us. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the Briarfest show is always and like we're we're hoping to like do a couple because there's going to be drive time this year. Ah. <laughs> well, you know, we always we always have a month packed, like three or four shows at least. Yeah. Right before Briarfest, and then we have wrap up shows after. Um. So, you know, I stood. The ads always sell out. Um. And I have people that usually uh, do it year, every year or so. Yep. So get in, get in touch with us and let us know. Info at mayorsandblack.com. And just uh, don't forget our Patreon. Patreon.com slash mayorsandblack. Come hang, Come hang out on, on our Discord. Discord. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah, um, it's fun. You, know, it's just, you can subscribe to the Mayors and Black podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, or any other fine podcast purveyor. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Woo-hoo. We have a fun TikTok, too. We do have a fun TikTok. It's very casual. All right, we're going to close the show. Uh, good luck to everybody in Namo Pamo this month. Yeah. Uh, get those horsies painted. I'm going to enter, but I probably won't finish because this month is bananas. I am not even going to pretend I'm going to paint a horse this month. <laughs> I, it's not going to happen. Uh, do we have anything else to say? I do not have anything else to say right now. Well, okay, so there probably there might be another show before Briar West. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, a couple weeks. We don't talk before then. We'll All right. see you at Briar West. All right, babe. Bye. Bye. The Mares in Black podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi, written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.